0: Now, last month, uh, the Irish government unveiled their updated Climate Action Plan, which aims to make Ireland energy independent within a generation. This policy also promises to deliver warmer homes, cleaner air, regional development and more jobs. So, what does the labour market look like in a green economy? What green careers and jobs are available and how do you get them? Well, here to explain the work opportunities that already exist and the ones coming down the tracks is founder of career consulting firm Hilt and author of the book, CV and interview 101. Um Sinead English it is. Sinead, you're very welcome to the programme. How are you?
1: I am very well, Dave.
0: Good, good. Let's start at the very beginning. What's a green job? Or should I say, sorry, what makes a job green?
1: (laughs) What makes a job green? Well, there are, a a green job or a job that is green is specifically related to the environment or sustainability. And, you know, a lot of those types of jobs have their foundations in science. Um, So, for example, typical job titles might be an environmental specialist, an ecologist, energy manager, sustainability engineer, um, solar panel installer, wind turbine maintenance. So they're quite sciencey. They're quite specialised. Um, you know, the path to qualification is, you know, a minimum of two to three years. Uh, and they're not very easy. It's not very easy for somebody, say, without that background to transition into one of those. You know, if, if green jobs are now the flavour of the month saying, oh, you know what, I think I'll get one of those. Those so specific green jobs are You know, they're quite um, high bar to entry in terms of experience and qualifications. I mean,
0: due to the climate plan that was announced in December, I presume that means the door is open to a lot more green opportunity jobs, yeah?
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's green jobs and, you know, that's the first question you ask. But then there's other types of jobs which we might call greening jobs you know, or, or you know, the greening of work. And, you know, not every person who cares about creating a more sustainable world wants to become a scientist. Um, and, you know, this is very far away from maybe what a lot of people have studied or what their experience is. So they want to get involved, but, They don't want to go back to college for many years. So this is where greening jobs, all organisations are expected now to commit to and contribute to mitigating environmental change. And it's doing your current job, but doing it in a more sustainable way. And this is creating lots of opportunities for new jobs or maybe... uh, derivatives or variations yeah. on a current job but just doing it in a slightly different and way. Just
0: like the, 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 uh, how, when legislation comes in and impacting the job market, did GDPR do a lot of that lately? Is that a good example?
1: Yeah, GDPR, when that came in a number of years ago, there was a huge increase in the number of consultants, specialists, advisors that now uh, were advising companies and organisations on how to make sure that they were meeting their obligations under GDPR. So whenever legislation um, is introduced or new policies, regulation as will be the case because, you know, in order for us to get to um, having our emissions by 2030, which is outlined in that Climate Action Plan, I mean, we're going to have to change the way we do things. We can't just keep Plodding along, um, so there's different now legislation and regulations coming in, which will mean the companies are going to have to report and analyze, evaluate what they're doing, measure it, uh, and remediate things. And they're going to need people to do all of those things.
0: Okay, well, when you look at some of the headlines and you see stuff like environmental specialists and scientists and ecologists, geologists, energy managers, sustainability engineer, environmental health and safety officer, solar panel installer, as you say, and all of these things, you kind of go. Well, some people say, "Well, hold on, that's not me." Anyway, so well, when you say you don't have to be a What other qualification or skill sets can be useful for a green career?
1: Yeah, so I mean, if you take, for example, um, companies are going to have to be reporting not just on their financial performance, which they've always had to do, you know, in terms of p- preparing accounts and and um, filing those accounts, but they're also now going to have to report and have been for a number of years, the larger ones, on their performance relating to, for instance, their social capital impact, their natural capital impact. So, for instance, what's their energy consumption, their carbon dioxide consumption, how much water are they using, what's social impact we've seen some companies or companies that are now reporting on how many community hours each of their workers are contributing to the community so you could be for instance a um, uh, uh, an accountant, a data analyst and now you could be moving your skills, your analytical skills into this new sphere which requires companies to report on all of these different metrics. So you're not so much looking at, at turnover and profits but you're now looking at the sustainability contribution and the remediations that that company is taking. So so that's a, one different way right. of looking at and it. And we're
0: looking at it right across the board too, agriculture, transport, architecture, manufacturing, yeah. fashion etc etc etc. So yeah. most people probably think they have to go back and study and they probably do or, or are trained to change their career but that's not always the case is it
1: no i mean you don't need a, a green background to or science background to get a job in the in the green sector or the greening sector or you know i've i've seen an article recently that called it green collar jobs which is i don't know a bit corny yeah. but it kind of you know yeah. works in a way um, say for example um, you know there's a lot been a lot of media coverage now about all the tech layoffs recently so say you're somebody who has maybe 5 years experience you've been analyzing data for say a social media platform Um, So you've got strong analytical skills. And now you could apply those analytical skills uh, for a business, say, that uses data to help public transport companies be more efficient. I mean, there's a a very successful company based, started in Ireland that uses data analytics um, to inform public transport companies and bus companies about the efficiency of their routes um, you know what percentage of them are on time how many stops they take and they're selling all of that data and those analytics to companies so that is something that is it's helping those transport companies to do their job more efficiently
0: Yeah but also um, these uh, these companies need to like you know they need to use some of the old fashioned ways of just working 9 to 5 as well mm-hmm. I mean like green tech companies It's it, that's the term given to mm-hmm. describe businesses that have positive environmental impact at their core mm-hmm. and they are founded with the purpose of protecting the environment but mm. they still need like you know a lot of people to do the finance and the sales and the marketing and all the rest Yeah of.
1: absolutely I mean g- green tech companies have been a huge increase in those um, over the last couple of years um, companies that are using technology to find ways to improve the environment as I was saying earlier on to measure, monitor to um, report information to company owners so that they can be more efficient in how they do mm. things and yeah, you start up a company, okay fine, you're going to need the technology experts if it's a green tech company, but you're also going to need, as you mentioned, the support functions, um, HR, marketing, procurement, sales.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Quite a
1: lot of the jobs being advertised at the moment in these green tech companies are actually sales roles.
0: Yeah, so on the flip side of it all then, are workers considering the carbon footprint of a company before they apply for jobs there?
1: Do you know, we have noticed that, especially in the the younger generation, shall we call them Generation Z, Z, a couple of friends of mine who run businesses have been asked recently um, by graduates, uh, what is the company's policy on the environment and what is their sustainability policy and what contribution do they make? which are, you know, when you get asked at the end of an interview, do you have any questions for us? You don't really expect the candidate to turn around and ask you that, but um, candidates are considering it, and it is important.
0: Okay, and, and are there specific qualifications and skill sets that translate better to green roles?
1: Um, I think in terms of green tech and the companies that we mentioned earlier on there, the the startups, they're going to need all the support functions in addition to the technology, um, the software, engineering and and again, some adverts that we have seen for green tech companies would be along the lines of um, software developers, coders. Uh, so you're selling software as a service to organizations so those are transferable across every industry um, and also you know, if it's a sales role for instance for one of those companies it's about communication skills, people skills You know, if you've been selling advertising for a social media platform chances are with some training that you would get from the green tech company you can now sell their service as well to customers
0: it's, you see, it's the titles of a lot of these things that would scare me yeah, off when the word go, yeah. so what are the titles of some of these new green work opportunities?
1: um well you know i suppose the titles that we would have seen coming up more and more now would be sustainability so keywords so say for instance you're you're sitting at home now and you're thinking yeah i fancy this green sector i think i would like to get a job in that because it is uh, clearly pre- future proof future proof it's stable um so keywords to search for would be for instance sustainable sustainability um esg um Uh, which stands for Environmental, Social and Governance, which is a real buzzword around it. CSR would be another one, Corporate Social Responsibility. Um, uh, Other titles we've seen, Sustainability, Marketing Associates, um, Ethical Trade, Ethical Procurement. So you may have been a, see, working in procurement or, or purchasing in a company, and now you're being told, right, you have to do that in an ethical and sustainable
0: way. I would imagine that, like, don't be put off by all this, because you might be sustainability marketing associate or, or, <laughs> or you know, ethical trade analyst or community engagement manager. Like, you read underneath and you find that, actually, wait a minute, I could easily do yeah. that. Because like, you could be scared out of your <laughs> mind by just the titles. In Ireland specifically, what industries or companies have an increasing amount of green jobs and careers?
1: Um, Well, across all of the industries that have been told in the uh, Climate Action Plan that they have to reduce their emissions, I mean, they're the ones that are going to have to create the most opportunities because they're the ones that need to change the way they've been doing things. Um, For instance, farming emissions have been um, told that they need to reduce by 25% uh, by 2030, um, transport by 50%, um, manufacturing by 40%. So... Any company manufacturing goes across every industry, be it um, you know fast-moving com- consumer goods, brewing, healthcare.
0: Wow! Okay. Every industry. So, do you think people will need to take a degree course to upscale, or are there part-time courses that will help with this transition?
1: Um, no, you definitely don't need to take a, a, cre- a degree course now, unless you wanted to get a, a pure green job, for example, if you wanted to be an environmental scientist. Yeah. You know, there's no shortcut to doing that. You, you have to put in the hard yards and, and go back to college. But if you wanted to do your job, your current job, maybe in a more sustainable way, or just tap into the new opportunities that are going to be created. I mean, I read some statistic the other day that um, 24 million, the UN is saying 24 million jobs are going to be created, green jobs or greening jobs, by 2030 mm. globally. And of those, about 20,000 in Ireland. That's a lot of
0: jobs. And by the way, obviously, if you liked, if you would like to upskill or increase your knowledge, you should check out uh, springboardcourses.ie and qualifax.ie. What might an employer, though, be looking for if you are a candidate moving from a more traditional company to a green company?
1: Um, again, I think it is uh, the your interest in the sector. Um, do you have something on your CV that shows that you have an interest in the sector. It doesn't need to be hard, you know, long qualification, but maybe you could take a short course. A lot of these online websites, you get these free courses that you can put on your CV. We've seen a lot of that recently, actually people putting these short courses, you know, sustainability in the environment, challenges for the environment, just things to show that you have some interest in the subject matter of the job. A lot of the skills are transferable, as I said. You know, if you're a salesperson, if you sell widgets, you can sell software as a service to um, improve, for instance, feeding mechanisms, feeding mechanisms for uh, farms. Mm. It's just every company that you go to is going to give you some training on how to sell their particular product, no matter what that product is. But it is important on your CV that you show, for instance, that you've been keeping your learning up to date. So doing a short course, um, as you mentioned, Dave, you can look up Qualifax. they have Thousands of courses on there. You can search by keywords. Springboard courses are free um, to people who are in receipt of of job seekers, um, and you only have to pay ten percent of the charge uh, if you are currently working in a job. And again, those courses are focusing on where the skills gaps are in Ireland, and there are skills gaps. I mean, there aren't enough people to do these types of jobs because they're they're new, they're newish jobs, mm. and people need to figure out what qualifications do I need but don't be put off by thinking, oh God, I need to go back to college for four years because you don't. exactly.
0: Okay, so springboardcourses.ie and qualifax, Q-U-A-L-I-F-A-X.ie also. So finally, Mm -hmm. uh, Sinead, just on this one here, like just in in a general kind of thing, I mean, we're now, we're still in the first week actually, tomorrow starts the second one of, um, what do you call it, um, 2023. So changing (laughs) job in general is often on people's minds at this time of year. What advice in general, like would you give to anyone who's ready to bite the bullet and change career?
1: Uh, well, there's two two different types of people, I suppose. There's the people who are changing within their current industry. Um, so for those, it is get your CV up to date. Make sure your LinkedIn profile is looking good because people will look at that straight away um, once they have seen your CV. Just
0: on that note, LinkedIn mm. profile, essential? Yes. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, across all industries.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we'd have clients that say, oh, I work in the creative arts, therefore I don't need to have a LinkedIn profile people will look you up.
0: Yeah, okay. So, So, um, and it is important to actually kind of pinpoint the area that you are interested in, obviously.
1: Yes, you can can do that on the LinkedIn profile. There's an opportunity for you to put 50 skills on there. So you'll be smart about it, given that there's such a growth in green jobs. I mean, can you put a green skill in amongst that list of 50 because that'll help your profile to be pulled out of um, search results. So they're they're the first type of people who are, say, moving within an industry. Um, Get your CV up to date um, and get some interview training because... It's one thing getting the interv- you know, getting your CV pulled out and you getting offered an interview. You then have to excel at the interview. You know,
0: one of the most important things. It's like sort of people say to me, "How do I do this? How do that?" In terms of bands, I said, "I don't know. I'm not in a band. Talk to a band and see how mm. they got the support slot in some local pub or something." Mm. So on that level, I mean, whatever about looking at courses and sort of doing it all on your own, is it important to talk to somebody who works in that area mm. or works in that role? And you'll get so much more from that. Says Dave, thinking obviously it is.
1: Yeah, oh, completely. And that's the second type of person. The you know, second type of person looking for a job is somebody, say, who wants to move industry or area or just to sick of the area they've worked in for a number of years and they're thinking, maybe I'm going to try something else. Maybe move towards a more green job or a, a job in the green economy. Yeah. Um, and they feel, oh, maybe I'm not really the right person for that. Find somebody working in that sector. We, we get asked all the time at Hilt, you know, what is the best course for me to do in order to transition into into a career in X? Yeah. Exactly. And we just go straight back to them and say, we don't know. Yeah, and they think, right. well, what sort of career consultants are you guys? You know, it's you need to find somebody who's working in the area. So find somebody working in the sector. Um, the job titles, as you said, Dave, they're so new, they're so varied, they're bamboozling. Yeah. You know, break it down don't and see. Don't be put off. Yeah. Don't be put off. Yeah. And and maybe even you know, if you're thinking of changing job, you could also change job within your own company. So ask what your company is doing regarding sustainability.
0: Not really. right indeed well listen Sinead thanks a million for talking with us again on the programme Sinead English founder of career consulting firm uh, Hilt and author of the book CV and Interview 101 thanks a million uh, Sinead and uh, happy new year
1: uh, happy new year to you too
0: Dave okay cheers bye Dave Fanning on 2FM